0: Alhamdulillah, لله he لله نحمده ونستعينه to ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من him, أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من him, الله فلا مضل له ومن him, فلا هادي له ونشهد to him, who wants to talk to him, who wants who وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُوا وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ إِنَّ سُبْحَانَكَ لَا عِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَعَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ رَبِّ اشْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَاحْلُلْ عُقْدَةً مِّن لِّسَانِي يَفْقَهُ <سؤال> respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq was an incredible human being personally with my tongue I can't do justice to this great individual I remember once I had an opportunity to visit this class of 20 students. All of them were in their youth, young, all in total about 20. And very casually I said to them, how, how many of you have the full knowledge of Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and from 28 of the students that were there did not have a clue as to who Abu Bakr Siddiq is this is Muslims in the year 2005 from twenty students, eight of them did not have a clue they did not know who Abu Bakr Siddiq is and I looked at them and I was a bit angry and the second question that I put forward was <clears throat> how many of you know Beckham? and Wallahi Lazim I sit in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a kafir who does not know how to do istinja and he's on a payroll of 130, 140,000. And every single individual Muslim there said, We all know him. It just makes you wonder that we as Muslims have not done justice to Khulafai Rashidin. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an. Our young ones and as Muslims in general, we must know the seerah and the biography of e Kiram Ajma'een, like how easily we read Surah al Fatiha. This is basic knowledge. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Umar Farooq. Hz. Uthman, Hazrat Ali, Khalafai Rashidin Incredible people a Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hadith إِنَّ لِي وَزِيرَيْنِ مِنْ أَهْلِ السَّمَاءِ وَوَزِيرَيْنِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me two deputies two that are from heaven and two that are from this dunya فَأَمَّا وَزِيرَيَ مِنْ أَهْلِ السَّمَاءِ فَجِبْرِيلُ وَمِيْكَائِيلُ the two deputies in the heavens are Jibreel alayhi salam and mikael alayhi salam and the two that allah has given me in this dunya wa amma waziraya min ahli al for fa abu bakr wa umar the two deputies that allah has given me in this dunya is abu bakr siddiq and Hazrat umar farooq radiyallahu ta'ala that Abu Bakr Siddiq ta'ala, main physical feature which the ulama have mentioned in the books of Sirah, is that he was a very very handsome man his face was such that it would glow even in the night and even at daytime some of them have said that whenever one saw the face of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq It was as if though there was Noor in front of his face A very handsome man Some of the seen have even mentioned that the name Atiq was given to him due to his beauty that Allah had given him He was extremely beautiful, very strong, very humble and at a very young age allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with a lot of knowledge only when he was as young as 12 barah sal ki umar thi a lot of responsibility was given to him he had the responsibility to look after all the members of his family and by profession he was a businessman at a young age, 12 years of age, he once joined the Meccan caravan that were to export their goods to Syria. And in that caravan, Abu Talib was also there with Hazrat i Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. At that time, Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, was very young some of the ulama say that the difference between hazrat abu bakr siddiq and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is of two years rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was older there is a difference of opinion so at that point rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was also very young he was with his uncle abu talib hazrat abu bakr siddiq was also there as they left makkah going towards sham syria there was one point where the caravans would usually stop just before touching Syria and there in that area was this famous monastery and in that monastery Buhera Rahib, the monk famously known as Buhera he was in charge, he would live there he would live right on the top section and in front of him was a tree And from his window, every day he would stand and look at that tree This is what the Ulama have mentioned in the Kitab He would look at the tree for a while and go back and do his meditation muraqabah Until one day when the caravan stopped there All the Arabs that were there, he could hear a lot of noise, so he stood up He stood up to see who the people were, he noticed that they were not Jews, they were Arabs and Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa left the group and went towards one particular tree that tree that was in front of the monastery and Aab sallallahu wasallam reclined and rested under the shade of that tree When Buhera Rahib saw this he was a learned man he knew the scriptures he knew the Injil and the Torah he came rushing down When he came down, he saw the Arabs that were there talking amongst each other. He noticed everyone, but his eyes fell on Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq when he was only 12 years of age. Kisi se baat Only Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. He looked at Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and said to him, young boy, come here. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq came to him and said to him, who is this young boy that is resting under that tree Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq noticed it was Hazrat Rasulullah Sallallahu Wasallam again Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was also very young and he said this is Muhammad bin Abdullah his father has passed away now he is in the care of Abu Talib he said that this young man that you see here is not an ordinary child he is Khatamun Nabiyin. He is the last Nabi that the world is waiting for. The Jews have been waiting for him. The Christians have been waiting for him. The whole world is waiting for him. The scriptures speak about him. He said to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq that I have read in the books that the last person to rest under this tree was Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was And Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was gave glad tidings to the people that the next one to stand here, exactly where I am, it is Muhammad Mustafa, Ahmad Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq that, he is Muhammad Rasulullah. And exactly all the signs were there. And often, wasallam's mother, father passed away. He was in the care of Abu Talib. Lazim. And saying that, Buhera Rahib went back to his chamber and meditated and as he was leaving he said to Azad Abu Bakr Siddiq that woe unto thee woe unto thee to the children of Israel that now Nabuwat has shifted from Banu Israel and has gone to the Arabs and has gone to Makkah has gone to the Quraishi people why? because Hazrat Nabi Karim sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was an Arab this was a punishment this is what he said and he left this was information that was given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and the only narrator is Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq from this story events that had taken place with Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq one can understand the closeness the the bonding that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq had with Rasulullah from a very, very young age, Uzur alayhi salatu was salam and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam were very close, close friends. Any glad tidings, anything that happened, information was given to Rasulullah or information was given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an, and that information was shared between the two. Because the next darja after Nabuwa is the darja of Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an when khilafat was given to him power came to him supreme power came to him elections were there he was chosen unanimously as the head of state everything now is under his control huzur alayhi salatu salam has passed away amirul mumineen is hazrat abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu ta'ala an. But how humble was he, when we look at his lifestyle, how he lived. Plato and Aristotle uh, were masters in their political thought. And they had dreams of an ideal society. And they never saw that ideal society in their life. But if they saw that Abu Bakr Siddiq's Khilafat, and if they saw that Omar Farooq's Khilafat and Khulafai Rashidin, they would have been satisfied. Otherwise, without Iman, when you leave this dunya, you have nothing with you. You can be the cleverest person, but you have nothing with you. Iman is the main thing. This was their dream, their vision. No leader was like Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq. No leader was like Hazrat Umar Farooq. He lived in a simple manner. His house was of uh, uh, mud-dwelling mittika bana huagar, Mud-dwelling, not even his own property He lived when Khilafat was given to him uh, Outside medina munawwara It was a suburb of Madinatul munawwara An area which is known as Maqam-e-Sana Maqam-e-Sana One of the wives of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was living She was the motherly wife Of, Rasool, of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radhiyallahu ta'ala an Her name was Hubeiba or Habiba. Hubeiba or Habiba and that was her property. And this is where Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was living. For six months he lived there in the most simple way. Nothing at all in the house. Khilafat is given to him. Wealth came to him. Everything was there. He lived there for six months. Every day in the morning he would walk from maqam e to come to Madinatul Munawwara Until his responsibility increased So much that it was difficult People wanted him to be in the city In Madinatul Munawwara at all times He made mashwara with the companions And the companions said that Oh Abu Bakr, Amirul Mu'minin We cannot afford you to be outside Madinatul Munawwara In maqam sana We need you in Madinatul Munawwara Halrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was given one basic chamber, a, a, a thatched property, nothing there. Simple, Alhamdulillah, one bedroom flat. Uh, it was not even a flat, one bed, one, one room residence, one room residence. A simple room, a chamber. And the courtyard of Masjid-e-Nabwi was uh, adjoining the, the front section, the front door of this room. This was now the residence of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. From Maqam-e-Sana, he comes to Madinatul munawwara in Masjid-e-Nabwi. There was no... Houses of parliament there, the only parliament government that was there was Masjid and Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Everything, all the laws, all the ahkam, Masail, every Mashwira, every Shura sat in Masjid and Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Everything was worked out in Masjid and Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is where Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq would sit on the, member, on the pulpit of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was so humble, subhanallah, that imagine when someone is given that position, someone becomes a prime minister, he has to move to 10 Downing Street. But in the case of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, radiallahu ta'ala. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala an, when Absal, when sallallahu alayhi, at the of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala an was given khilafat, the second day, he was a businessman, cloth merchant. Aap ka ka amiyyitha ki aap The second day of khilafat, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala an is lifting up his load, and going to the market of Medina, Sukul medina All alone, no khuddam, no no one. People are looking at Amir al-Mu'mineen, the one who they did to in Masjid al-Nabwi, and there he is in Sukul medina in Medina al all alone, mending his stall, setting out the clothes. People are there, he is greeting them, an ordinary trader. An ordinary trader, people are looking at him, And this was his lifestyle for the many months until Hazrat Umar Farooq looked at him and some of the companions, the elite companions of Rasulullah They came to him and they said to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq that it is better if you stop your tijarat because he was overwhelmed with his responsibility, the duty that was given to him And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq would insist, no I cannot take out salary from public treasury, Baitul Maal The fraud And we see the the governments The mishandling of millions and millions and millions of pounds Madinatul Munawwara was the most perfect economy at that time In the hands of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq All the companions elite Sahabai Kiram Ajmain Muhajirin and Ansar sat And they pressed And they forced Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq That you can't work We will provide you a fixed salary From Baitul Mal Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq had no choice But to accept that He said I accept that with one condition That I will only take Minimal salary From Baitul Mal Minimum subse, Come salary Subhanallah. And Sahabai Kiram ajmain agreed The level of taqwa Is that once Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq's wife She said to him That today I want to eat something that is sweet Halwa or so when you come back, in the evening, if you can bring with you something that is sweet, both of us in the night can share this and eat. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq ta'ala, looked at the wife and said to the wife, that you want to eat something sweet but I have no money in my pocket. Amirul Mu'mineen, King for the Muslimin at that time, Everything was there, he hasn't got enough money to provide food, some, something sweet for the wife. And the wife smiled at Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and said to him that I am not asking you for money, money I have, you take this money and buy something for me. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was amazed and looked at her and said Where did you get this money from? How did you get this money? (laughs) One lady rang me, she said that my husband is very conjuiced, Maulana Sab Can I smuggle out some money (laughs) without his permission? So I said if you can explain to me in which category is he when you say <laughs> <laughs> that is another masala. so حضرت Abu Bakr Siddiq ta'ala answers where do you get this money and in simple words she says from the few dinars that you get your salary I've saved up a few pennies zamanne, pennies from the dinar a few pennies and I have now Alhamdulillah. After saving this amount for many months, I have enough money to buy some sweets, halwa. Hazrat Abu Bakr said, looked at her, he says, no. وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا quwwata illa billah. Abu Bakr has done a sin. He is sinful. That means I have been taking extra money, surplus money from public treasury. If that amount you could save, that means this is extra money that I have been taking out and he says give me this money and he went to Baytul Mal and refunded that amount and said to the treasurer there that from the first day first month the salary that was given to me I owe Baytul Maal this much of amount and I will repay it Karza Taqwa Subhanallah when you have somebody who is a leader like Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq رضي الله تعالى عنه والله لزيم سبحان Subhanallah. This was the taqwa Humility was such that once Hazrat uh, Umar Farooq radiyallahu ta'ala an Has mentioned that Outside Medina al-Munawwara There was a, a lady, an old lady Who was disabled, completely paralyzed She had no one to Look after her, no relations at all. Hazrat Umar Farooq would often go and visit her and provide her with all the necessity, milk and clean her house. This this was the duty that Hazrat Umar Farooq had taken upon himself. And it was the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala Once Hazrat Umar Farooq sat and he said that I haven't visited this old lady for a long period of time I must go and see how her condition is Hazrat Umar Farooq went there in the evening And he noticed that the house was completely clean Nothing there at all Everything was provided Hazrat Umar Farooq looked at her and he thought that maybe somebody came and did all the work for her, Alhamdulillah and he went back the next day he said that let me go back and now attend to this lady the second day when he went back again someone beat him there everything was done for her this old lady completely paralyzed food, her front yard was completely clean everything up to date third day, Hazrat Omar Farooq was a bit curious who this individual is, who is this young man uh, that Umar Farooq now went on the third day went to that lady's house, that old lady's house very early to see who that individual is and he was hiding so much so that I can just peep to see who that individual is uh, that Umar Farooq radiallahu الله and before Maghrib he got there and he was hiding on the side he noticed that a man came with shawl. He came with a shawl. We start singing that this is what we do, this is what we do. He came with a shawl. Hazrat Umar Farooq is looking at this individual. And this man is cleaning the front yard, the backyard, milking the goat, doing everything for this lady, providing everything. Said to this old lady, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. And stayed there for an hour. Everything was clean. After that, he was now slowly walking back to Madinatul Munawarah. Hazrat Umar Farooq came out behind him and greeted him and said to him, Ya Abdullah, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullah. When he said that, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and stopped. Obviously, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq knew that this voice is the voice of Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and And Hazrat Umar Farooq said to him, because Hazrat Umar Farooq was a senior Sahabi, a senior Sahabi companion, and everybody respected him like how they respected Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was there, stopped. as he came forward to look at this young man. It was none other but Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. When he saw the face of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Umar Farooq sat down on the ground and he started crying. Tears were coming out from the eyes of Hazrat Umar Farooq. And when he saw the face of Abu Bakr Siddi, he says, Amirul Mu'mineen, you don't have to do this. You work all day and you stand up and worship Allah all night, and yet you come and you serve your people only if you would make ishara and point out to someone. And there will be ten people prepared to do your job. You don't have to do this. And he noticed that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was barefooted. Hazrat Umar Farooq said to him that, Amirul Mu'mineen, why haven't you got your chappal on? Why aren't you wearing them? And he said that, I did not want to disturb anyone in the night. Maybe someone is praying salat. This was his ikhlas and Khulus. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. When he embraced Islam, he was so rich that 40,000 dirhams cash money he had with him. 40,000 dirhams. At that time, 40,000 dirhams is not 40,000 pounds. 40,000 pounds is nothing to 40,000 dirhams. He was an extremely wealthy man, 40,000 dirhams, when he said, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. <clears throat> when he embraced Islam, every dirham was given to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And at that time the rich were those who owned slaves. al Mukarrama was a booming city, slave industry. The more slaves you had, the more powerful you were, the more rich you were, and, and those who owned the slaves were the Qurayshi people, Abu Lahab, Abu Jahl, the Qurayshi people, they had a lot of slaves. And the slaves who were not the citizens of Makkah, for them life was very, very difficult. And at that time, when Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam declared to the people that he is rasul la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah made an that no one is the slave of another human being we are all the servants and slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala servitude is only for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when the slaves heard of this makatul mukarrama was flooded with slaves all the slaves the poor people there Turned to Hazrat e Nabi e sallallahu for refuge, and they knew that if ever freedom was possible for the people, for the slaves in Makkah, it was by the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. One by one, they would come to Rasulullah sallallahu and would take shahada on the hands of Rasulullah. When the slave masters found out that this is becoming a trend, a phenomena. In Makkah al-Mukarramah, one by one all the slaves are coming and becoming Muslims. All of them coming and becoming Muslims. Now those slaves that became Muslims, for them life in Makkah al-Mukarramah was hell. It parashani unkiliyati. Torture, punishment was given to them. Hazrat Bilal <inaudible> an is a famous Sahab very famous Sahabi Huzul alayhi salatu was has said uh, with regards to uh, Hazrat Bilal he said Bilal is the first fruit of Abyssinia Bilal is the first fruit of Abyssinia Hazrat Bilal radiyallahu ta'ala'an's master was Umayyah bin Khalaf when the Meccans found out that these slaves have become Muslims they were treated as criminals, despicable people. They were whipped, flogged. the limbs were broken. And they were mistreated. Hazrat Dilal رضي الله and every day punishment was given to him. Umayyah bin Khalaf would chain him after Zuhur Salah in Makkah al-Mukarramah when the sun is right on top of your head and both the hands were chained up and the legs were chained up and there was this special stone in Makkatul al which would be very very hot, intensely hot like a slab and that slab was put from the front part of the throat to Bilal and until it came to his knees and that slab was again burning and Umayyah bin Khalaf would stand on top of that slab with a whip in his hand, and he would whip the feet of Hazrat Bilal عن, and would say to him, Bilal, all I ask you is to turn to Lat and Uzzah, and I will give you your freedom. Hazrat Bilal, in that condition, would spit out to him and say to him, Laat and Uzzah, never. Ahad, Ahad, Ahad. This was the testing point of Sahaba-e-Kiram's mind. Well. Allah, so much punishment was given to them. The front skin of Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala would just disintegrate, would come out. Every day until one day Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq رَضِيَ was walking past when Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq saw Umayyah bin Khalaf punishing Hazrat Bilal, no mercy. Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala lamented, uh, felt sorry for him. But at the same time, Shah Bashidi uh, applauded his firm resolution to the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. And he said to Umayyah bin Khalaf, Umayyah, he says, Do you want to sell Bilal to me? Now, Umayyah bin Khalaf was a very clever man. He knew that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was also a Muslim. And Hazrat Abu Bakr cannot see the punishment that Umayyah was giving to Hazrat Bilal. And that is why Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq wants to buy the freedom. by Hazrat Bilal رضي الله So he said to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq that I don't wish to sell this Abyssinian slave Bilal. And this is what I will do to him until he dies. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq knew that the Arabs would surrender only to a very high amount of money that would be given to them. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, I will give you double the amount which is in the market for a slave like Hazrat Bilal. He said, no, triple. Until uh, the muhaddisin have said such a price was given to Hazrat Uh, for Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala, an, To Umayyah bin Khalaf That Umayyah bin Khalaf Could not believe it himself And he said to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq Have you got so much money To pay for this Abyssinian slave Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq Said to Umayyah bin Khalaf You promise me That you will sell Hazrat Bilal to me And I will pay you this amount now and Umayyah bin Khalaf agreed to that amount. An exorbitant amount. Allah is Kitni keemat di Hazrat Bilal ke li. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq went to his room. Imagine the wealth that Allah had given him. And came back and gave all the money to Umayyah bin Khalaf. And he bought Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala an. and he picked up Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala and took him to the house. And Hazrat Bilal radiyallahu taala and stayed with Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq taala an, and he gave freedom, complete freedom to Hazrat Bilal taala. An. Subhanallah. Not one slave. He he bought many slaves. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. Another slave was Abu Fakia. His slave master would hit him so much that he would fall unconscious, and they would tie a rope on his neck and that would be given to the children of Makkah, the kuffar, mushrikeen, and they would drag that sahabi on the streets of Makkah. In that manner, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddi comes again and rescues that sahabi Rasul, gives the money to the slave master and buys his freedom. Two other female maids, khadima of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa one was Zinnira, and the other one was Lubayna, radiyallahu ta'ala Anhuma. Zinnira was the slave-maid of Abu Jahl, Abu Jahl would beat her up so much, once he punched her so hard that she lost both her eyes, eyesight was taken away. And when she became blind, Abu Jahl laughed and said to her, because you've turned your face away from Lat and Uzzah, Lat and Uzzah have punished you, you are blind. Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and came to Abu Jahl and said to him, Abu Jahl, I want to buy this slave maid of yours. Abu Jahl agreed and paid him the amount and when Hazard Abu Bakr Siddiq took her to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and noticed that she was blind, it is said that she came in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Allah restored her sight back for her. Abu Jahl said, Lad and Uzzah had taken away your eyesight, Allah has restored your eyesight. And Lubaina, believe it or not, would be punished by Hazrat Umar Farooq. She was a slave maid of Hazrat Umar Farooq before he embraced Islam. Hazrat Umar Farooq, when he slapped the sister, she fell down. And when Hazrat Umar Farooq would would torture her, then she would rest. He would say to her, don't think that Umar Farooq has stopped punishing you because he gives up. Umar Farooq never gives up. Umar never gives up. This is what he would say. Mm-hmm. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq came again and paid that amount. So many companions. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Subhanallah, paid for their freedom and set them free and they became great companions of Hazrat-e Nabi-e Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, Radiallahu Ta'ala and I won't take much of your time. InshaAllah we conclude this session with one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Once Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sitting in Masjid Dabwe and all the companions were there. Khazul alayhi salatu was salam said to them, Manas Bahamin Kum Saiman, who amongst you today is fasting? Alayhi wasallam looked at all the companions and the only person to stand up was Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. He says, I am fasting. After that, Nabi Kareem ﷺ says, Man ta bi Who today before coming to the mosque has given charity? Everybody was sitting, the only person to stand up was Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to the companions man shahida janazatan who has followed a janaza today the only person to stand was Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala this is hadith and then finally Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to the companions man at'ama alyawma miskinan who has given or provided food for a needy person a miskin, today qala Abu Bakr ana Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq stood up and he said, Anna, I have. Absalullahu alayhi wasallam looked at him and smiled and said to him, Remember, Anyone who has performed all these good deeds in one day, wajibat for him Jannat becomes wajib. This was Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, Ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. That we make amal on the sunnah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And that we always have love of qualified rashideen And the companions of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil I forgot to make one uh, announcement That uh, inshallah Shaykhul Hadis Mawlana Biral will be coming to masjid ali on a Sunday uh, Information, uh, the poster is there downstairs on the notice board I think it is after Maghrib Salah in masjid ali So inshallah if brothers can perform the Maghrib Salah In masjid ali on a Sunday Moana Bilal is a grand scholar Shaykhul Hadis um, He teaches Nasai Sharif Mashallah and he is an excellent speaker So it will be of great benefit If brothers can get there Duru Shaykh Allahumma sali Allah seyyidina wa nubiyyina wa maulana muhammadin nabiyyil wala wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tubha alayna innaka enta tawad raheem Allahumma inana salluka al-afwa wal-afiyata fi d-dunya wal-akhira Allahumma inana salluka min khayrima sa'alaka minhu nabiyyika abduka muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhubika min sharima sa'azaka minhu nabiyyika abduka muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa anta al-musa'an wa alayka al-balaag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين